Hey there, welcome to the podcast. It's Andrea, your host of Mastering Social Media for Schools. I am excited. Christian Gestrabo is a fan of this podcast, and he is like, hey, I would love to be a guest. Are you a fan of this podcast? If you are, I hope that you're subscribed. I hope that you've left me a review. But if you'd like to be a guest, reach out to me, email me or check me out on Twitter at Andrea Gribble and message me and say, hey, can I be on the show? I'd love to schedule it uh, because Christian is going to share a lot of valuable things in today's interview. He's the communications coordinator at Jefferson Parish Schools. Um, they are a very large district, the largest in Louisiana. He's going to break down how he kind of got into his role and some tips of, you know, how to early on get kind of advanced in school communications. Um, he's going to talk about having to train the different schools within his school system. He's got 80 schools, you guys. So he's got a big uh, a big group to kind of manage. Um, they've been doing social media for 2015, and he's got a lot of specific ideas of ways to engage your community and tell the important stories. So I know that you are going to love this interview. Uh, as always, get a lot of takeaways. And don't forget, check out the show notes because we've got some direct links. So let's get started. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble, founder of Hashtag Social School for EDU. I am here to train you and your staff to be social media storytellers so you can stand out from other schools, celebrate your students and staff, and reach thousands in your community every single day. This podcast is for school social media managers who care about their school and community and want to keep them connected. Every week on the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable strategies from top-notch guests. Their advice, along with my experience working directly with hundreds of schools across the country, will help you stop being overwhelmed and start truly enjoying your job. The School Communicator community is incredibly giving and inspiring, and this is the place to meet them. Today's K-12 PR tip is about organizing your social media channels for your school district. I want to ask you, do you know all of the pages, the school pages, the organizations, the classroom pages that are associated with your school? The best schools that are organized in this manner have a social media directory on their website. Basically a spot where a parent or a staff member can go to find out, hey, what social media pages exist out there? Of course, your district page is going to be one of the most important pages, but they want to get tied into official pages. And so Christian's actually going to talk about that. We've got his social media directory linked in the show notes so that you can check that out. But I just want to encourage you that this might be on your to-do list for 2021 is to find out what pages are associated with your district and then put those together in a directory format. You may want to set up a form for staff members and for coaches to submit their social media channel to you and make sure that it's, you know, kind of on your official directory. 
it's going to take time. It doesn't happen overnight, but I think this is a great way to stay a little bit sane and know what's out there, know who's organizing what, and then be able to have a directory for your followers. Now, if you love our K-12 PR tips, you're going to love our teaching series. It's a video series on the best social media secrets for schools. I've basically coupled all of the best tips in video format to share with you so that you can elevate your storytelling for your school district. You can sign up for free socialschoolforedu.com slash secrets. The link's also in the show notes. So now let's get on to today's interview with Christian. Hello, Christian. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, how are you? Uh, super excited, you know. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah, you for having me. We're so excited to kind of get to know you and the work that you do there. Um, so for our listeners, why don't you just introduce yourself and, and, and let them know who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, my name is Christian Destrabo. Um, I'm communications coordinator for Jefferson Parish Schools. Um, and I just want to say again, thank you for having me. Uh, it's always been kind of, a, you know, uh, I'll be honest, kind of a bucket list item to be on a podcast. It's my first one. And uh, I'm uh, among some elite company with some of the uh, guests you've had. Uh, I'm an avid listener and always some good tips. So I hope I can pay it forward a bit, you know, and uh, I hope I can give some tips myself uh, as we're here. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we get some of the best tips from, you know, all of the different uh, folks that help out. And I'm so glad that you wanted to be on the podcast. So, so you're the communications coordinator. So what's your role there within your school district? And then tell us a little bit about your school. Okay, sure. So I kind of do whatever I need to do every day to problem solve and support I have my daily duties. I oversee all of our newsletters as well as the district website and social media channels. But, um, you know, I've really worked my way up. Uh, I like to joke that communications chose me. I didn't choose communications because I literally, quite literally walked off the graduation stage into um, Jefferson Parish Schools um, with a... This is, I hope you laugh, it is funny, with a degree in sports commerce and a minor in film, um, I really took video as my calling in life. Um, so I started as a contract worker, uh, just running camera um, for the system. And basically, I just kept learning and taking every opportunity I could. So um, that was in 2012. Now we're here in 2020. And, um, you know, uh, I don't. I think it's kind of a reality in a lot of school systems that, you know, with budget cuts and everything, like our team has literally been cut in half over the eight years that I've been there. Um, and, you know, but with that, I've just grabbed every responsibility that could become available to me. Um, you know, I wasn't really quite sure what I wanted to do with my career after being in, cause I was in the TV studio. We have a TV studio in our communications department. Um, and uh, now we're kind of all one. We've gone from around a team of six to three, um, you know, and after being in the studio after a few years, I really think my journey began. I found a book called So Good They Can't Ignore You, which focuses instead. Do you know that book? I've heard of that book. Okay, yes. cool. And like, basically, instead of focusing on like dropping whatever skills you have for this new passion and, and I don't want to 
talk anyone out of going for a dream by any means, but um, basically the book talks about working on the foundation you already have. And as the title says, you know, becoming so good that you can't be ignored. So I don't have much of a, well, coming out of college, I didn't have much of a background in what I'm doing now when I first started in the system, but, you know, I channel my inner drive to always progress and grow and it's gotten me where I am today. So, um, for all of that, you know, I have a very wide range of skills because I've just worked my way up. So I'm kind of a jack of all trades. And, uh, so, you know, I do have my everyday responsibilities that I said, you know, the website, um, social media, newsletters, maintaining, auditing that, um, but also, you know, in communications, you have to work on the fly and just really just use my skills to solve everyday things that come up that I can assist with. Sure. So your school district, how big is Jefferson Parish Schools? We're 80 schools. We have around 50,000 students. Uh, one of our... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the, oh my gosh, because everybody listening to this, Christian knows how small my school was, right? Like 32 kids in my class, which was a big class, 300 students. So you have 50,000 students, 80 schools, and you only have three people now in your communications department. Yeah. I mean, we have a great leader in our chief of staff and, you know, she's awesome. But yeah, I mean, there's the director, there's me, and then we have a production coordinator. Okay. So you guys have to cover a ton. Um, I love your background story because I think, you know, for the most part, I mean, I was a chemistry major and chem business major. Um, And uh, so that really, you know, ties well into social media, but you have to just, you know, you kind of learn on the job, right? And you, you Mm -hmm. learned, and I'm sure you learned to love what you were doing. Um, Obviously film is a part of what you'd get to do today, right? Yeah. And I still get to create, you know, I get to tell stories. Maybe if it's not video, it's making a graphic. It's, you know, uh, working on some of our spotlights, telling the story of a student, a support staff uh, member or um, a teacher. You know, I still get to be very, I get to be very creative. Right. And so you said you started out, were you in like a contracted worker, you said with the school? Yeah. I mean, no, for the school system, I was only part-time. I was allowed to work like 20 hours a week and then just kept learning, kept trying to prove my worth. And then, um, eventually, you know, I got them to make a position for me as a videographer editor. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's a, that's a great story. And I know many people are like that. Um, a future guest will be Joelle Doy. She's out of, um, Wisconsin, very small district. And she started part-time and worked herself into full, full-time and, and she's a superstar now. Um, but what I think you do is, you know, being so good, they can't ignore you is really pouring yourself into everything. You know, you don't wait until you get a job title to try to ask for more money or get more responsibility, you go for that yourself. And so I think that's a really great lesson for everybody listening is really trying to go in there, capture those stories, do the work, even if it's not maybe, you know, the other duties as assigned, right, is always kind of the last thing on your job description. But when you can really prove your worth, um, you know, there's going to be opportunities for you. Absolutely. I mean, I just hope that there's maybe a young professional out there like I was at like, 24 or something like man what am i doing (laughs) like just keep working hard work pays off you know and uh you know i'm very grateful i'm super happy where i am today and you know i'm not gonna sit here and say i don't have my moments you know (laughs) we uh, we're all going through a lot but um 
Yeah. Yes. At the end of the day, I mean, I've got an awesome job that I get to just be super creative in. And, uh, you know, the why, like, so I really, I enjoy a lot of my work, but the big why that I have is to train and motivate our schools. Cause, um, not only do I manage, you know, our district site and our social media, cha- media channels, I'm also responsible for providing training to all of those schools on their websites and their social media and to, uh, quote unquote, teach them how to fish and, you know, have them, uh, well, get to see that kind of aha moment, um, whether that be through webinars, you know, things are a little different now, but I used to be able to do one-on-one training. I used to be able to do team training. Um, I really kind of pride myself on offering as many different kinds of training as possible, whether that be on demand with videos I've put together that you can access at any time or, uh, you know, I always say I'm, I'm available, uh, email me, you know, um, especially, you know, when we had to, uh, shut down like out of nowhere, I, that was a big calling for me to provide that support to all our schools because I mean, our websites and social media became some of the most important tools ever for, for schools to be able to communicate and, you know, Yeah. So what I love, you know, about this and a lot of people listening are in the same boat, you have a small group and you have to do the work. You have to do work on your website and you do social media for your district, but then you also are a leader within your school district because there's other people that are doing social media at each of these 80 schools that you have to serve. And, you know, in full disclaimer, Christian's part of our membership group at Social School for EDU. And what I've learned, and again, I've learned a ton since I started this work in 2014, that dual role is sometimes hard, right? Because you have to be the one doing the work, but then you also have to be able to train others. And so I think there's a balance there. Um, So yeah, so you being able to share that. And that's what we try to provide resources of making that easier to, you know, train others and, and things like that. But um, but that's great. And and that's probably, a, you know, ties into my next question is, you know, your social media journey and what does social media look like, since that's kind of our, our focus here, it, at Jefferson Parish School. So can you kind of break it down? And you've been there since 2012. So you've got a lot of experience, I'm sure, of seeing how it's progressed. But can you kind of walk us through um, what social media looks like. Yeah, we joined Facebook in 2015, which I still you know, consider king. That's where the majority of our families are. And we now have around 22 and a half thousand followers. So we've really built it up. Um, it's been a journey. It hasn't been a straight path. It's been, uh, you know, success usually isn't. But, um, you know, we, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have LinkedIn, uh, we have Vimeo. Uh, and, you know, we've really just routinely adjusted our strategy and take a fluid approach. Um, at one point, you know, we were very much posting as much as possible to an almost obnoxious amount because we just didn't really know any better. And, you know, um, I think a lot of that trial and error have kind of like helped pave the way for where we are now. Um, you know, we're always looking at the latest trends and analytics, and now we have a much more strategic um, approach with our postings. And not only with the amount, but also paying attention to, you know, what audience is on what channel um, and, you know, uh, just being really upper opportunistic, um, you know, anything that a new channel might come out with as far as a new feature, we try. Um, and uh, you know, maybe we just make sure we have a consistent voice and keep our stakeholders engaged and, and informed. Um, yeah. 
Sure. So how do, so you run the district channel, the district Facebook, and I'm assuming you have a district Instagram and all of that. Then how do you structure the channels for your individual schools? Who's responsible for those? Well, they're, they're responsible at the school level, but I provide a lot of support. I mean, um, you know, to kind of uh, piggyback on what we were talking about just a second ago, you know, like sometimes I kind of have to take a step back and not do some of the work for them because I really want them to have that ability to manage their channels and, you know, take ownership of it. And, you know, we are, we're a very large system. So, you know, some schools are rock stars and some schools still need, you know, they need support and uh, they're getting there, you know, we're, we're getting there. Um, but yeah, the, the schools manage them that themselves. Um, and, uh, you know, I've done different things to um, kind of try and get the schools also together on that, you know, whether it be webinars, um, I, right before COVID, we started a creative cohort of um, webmasters and social media managers at schools that just wanted extra training and have a voice and have a, a an avenue to kind of speak to each other and get some of that more advanced, uh, more of an advanced look at um, at training. Um, so yeah, I mean they 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 handle that at their their level. How did you set up that cohort? Was that you know because we use a Facebook group with our membership across the country. I just want to say it's awesome, by the way. Like I lean on it a lot and you've seen me, I've, I've posted on it and said, Hey, uh, can y'all help me with this? And I've seen, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to be honest. It's, it's hard not to miss anything, you know, like there's so many different days, like, you know, like, Oh, this is, this is so-and-so day. And like, you help so much with that. And uh, just idea, idea making, we try and plan as much as we can, but you know, like, as a communicator, you got to be able to work on the fly and, um, you know, getting, I get a lot of ideas from that group. Yeah. The, the, and I do too, because uh, yeah. there's, there's great people sharing, um, admire and acquire, you know, you can look at what other people are doing and bring that to your school. But, um, I know that like Kristen Boyd Edwards at Reading, she actually, I think started a Facebook group like ours that she can then help the social media managers at her different schools. So did you start something like that with your cohort that you just talked about or are yeah, you organizing it, that in a different way? It was really started like as in person. Like I, you know, I'm, I've kind of reevaluated and I'm looking to start it back up again with just, you know, more digital. Um, but uh, we were really only able to have like one meeting before COVID started. And uh, it was great to get those conversations in person and just have that kind of personal touch. But, you know, um, we're in different times right now. And I, I don't, I don't think there's, I'm not knocking, you know, if it, like a digital avenue of such is, is awesome. And, right. and really it was just, it was a call. It was just a simple sign up form. Like, Hey, are you, are you interested in getting um, more training or communicating with your peers? Okay. So um, just for everybody listening, I mean, Christian's from a very big school. There's some of you that are from a very small, smaller school districts. I wouldn't recommend if you're a smaller district to necessarily have a Facebook page for your district and then having an elementary school page and a middle school page and a high school page. But of course, when you have 80 schools, that's a lot of schools. That's a lot of students. And so then I definitely think that, you know, breaking out and, and having those individual teams at the school level is important. Um, do Christian, do they have a Facebook page? Do they have an Instagram page? Do they have a Twitter page? What do they have? Oh, the a Facebook page. It was a, so the creative cohort was, there was a Facebook page. Okay. So, but that's how, what they have for each school. Is each school running their own Facebook page yeah. or, okay. Each school is, 
And uh, we might we might not be totally there. I'm not going to say every single all 80 schools have Facebook page, but um, yeah, they and Instagram and um, Twitter. Um, and we have a social media directory on our website where um, if a parent's curious, you know, you can. We have it broken down. Each each single school um, has uh, the channels that they that they manage. Um, you know, I I really promote to start with Facebook. Cause I think that's where the majority of your families are going to be. Um, but yeah, uh, they, you know, so-and-so elementary has their own Facebook or so-and-so sure. middle school, so-and-so high school. Okay. And you have a directory somewhere on your website that has everybody listed. We do. Okay. So we're going to link that in the show notes so that just people can see an example. Cause I think that would be amazing resource for them to be able to see how it's kind of laid out. And then I know that there's going to be some, like you said, some schools are rock stars and they're posting frequently and, you know, and then there's others that maybe are posting once a month, which we know is not enough, but we're, we love everybody where they're at and we'll exactly. you know, yeah. urge them. Yeah. So, so you've used, you know, um, social media in some unique ways to get your stories out there. And, you know, some of those have been through video. So can you kind of explain, um, you know, some different methods that you've used to to engage with your community? Yeah, we really try and just stand out and be different when we can. Um, one thing that I think stands out for me is uh, our superintendent um, had a 100-day entry plan. Um, he's the state superintendent now, but at the time he was our new superintendent and um Part of that 100-day entry plan was he actually substituted a class. And uh, I showed up uh, just thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a few shots and, uh, you know, maybe we'll use it for something. Maybe we won't. And <laughs> he was like, hey, let's edit two videos today and get them posted today. And when you have a new superintendent kind of more or less challenging you to, uh, you know, put that together, I was like, all right, let's do it. So, um, yeah, I was there for about an hour and grabbed the footage, rushed back to the office and posted a video of him saying, Hey, look, I'm, I'm substituting a class more or less. And, um, rushed back to the school shot and edited a video on location of him wrapping it up, you know, saying, well, I did it, you know, and it it went really well. And I think the community was really surprised by that. And I think they were, were excited about it. Um, and it it was, it, it was cool for me to be able to do something different like that. Um, and, uh, you know, we also, we've done some other things like we try to be super silly and have fun when we can. Uh, so Jefferson Parish is neighbored with New Orleans and uh, our big rival for uh, the New Orleans Saints is the Falcons who, if you don't know, had a 23 to 28 to three uh, lead blown in the Super Bowl. So we played with that number and uh, we made a video with one of our principals pretending to give a lesson to his students uh, using 28 to three with uh, one of our, with our math curriculum and, uh, it got over a thousand likes. Um, it got retweeted or retweeted and shared by some, some big time accounts. And that was really fun. Um, we did a video for counselor week once and we just happened to find like the most fun counselor ever who was just kind of willing to do whatever we asked him to. And we asked him to, uh, proclaim himself as the goat, the greatest of all time and take a free throw and intentionally miss it. And, uh, all the people at his school now call him goat, which I don't think he minds. I think he has fun with it. And that was really fun. And really we just, we um, just try to be different. And uh, something actually we did recently, just a few, maybe like a month ago, um, we announced our superintendent uh, student council members. Um, 
kind of more like we produced the video the day before, but we announced them live in a video on Facebook. Um, cause that was a, you know, a process they had to apply and, uh, that got a lot of great engagement. I think that was super fun for those students to be able to go, Oh, look, I, I got, I got picks. Look at that. All right. So I'm going to look for these examples. And if I can't find them, I'm going to get to you because I love having detailed show notes and for everybody to see like an example. I think we learn best by like, okay, what exactly, how did you do it? And especially with video editing, you know, you went to school for it. So you're definitely way advanced, which you don't have to. I mean, you can do some of these things with free tools out there, but being able to see that example will get you to the direct link for that subbing um, video. Uh, we'll find that counselor um, the greatest of all time and I definitely <laughs> should be able to find the student council members for your superintendent um, yeah I'll find those easily for you yeah that'll be great now I'm also a big fan of creating features or campaigns that you can like schedule out so you've had some success with like a variety of student and staff features can you tell me about those I love our student and staff features so we do a student feature. Um, we have 50,000 students. So we say we have 50,000 reasons our work matters. Um, and then we also do a support staff feature and we do a um, teacher feature. And um, we really rely on these as our like base of content. If we don't maybe have a holiday or event going on that day, we always, it's kind of like a security blanket for us. And it's so easy. All, you can get many of them at at once going to different schools and it's just really a quote and a photo and uh, you never know what kind of following one of these students or staff members might have. We did one about a uh, a custodial worker at uh, one of our high schools that I swear is still getting likes and it was like a year ago. I mean, it's hundreds and hundreds of, of, of likes and she had just made such an impact on so many students and I take so much enjoyment just scrolling through looking at those comments and just love it and uh you know it's i i love our our uh our spotlight features um, and, and you do a great job with creating the um images so i'll link to one of those also in the show i gotta give a shout out to our production coordinator he takes those photos i'm a good photographer he's a fantastic photographer he he is a whiz he's awesome I love it. Well, and and what I think is a great reminder, and I was just talking with with Mia Major um, this this week at, from Final Sight. She does a lot on on social media, and we were doing a webinar, and she was just reminding us that you know sometimes with these features, we think they're like oh, they're saying the same thing or it's the same, this is the same thing again and again. Because a lot of times we try to do these weekly or maybe even a little bit more frequently than that. Um, but like you said, each each feature is a different student. It's a different staff member that has a different story that has connections to different people. And so continuing to tell those stories is so critical, even though it might seem repetitive to you, it's not repetitive to your followers who have these things pop up in their newsfeed. And they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, when the, when this person was the custodian, like they were so kind and they always helped out with this or that. And that those stories resonate so i think that's important wouldn't you yeah, agree and, um just like how you never know what kind of following they might have you never know what kind of answers you're going to get like this is a perfect example don't judge a book by its cover like you might get the student that oh the student looks kind of shy i'm not sure and then like they just have this exploding personality and they give you these answers that you just can't believe and same thing with like you know teachers and support staff so you know uh it's it's great 
yeah, it's it's diving in to find their story. Every every staff member, every student has a story. Every parent has a story, you know, to to, to talk about your school. Um, so our time's gone by really fast, Christian. Um, before we kind of wrap up, I, what's your best social media tip for for our listeners? What would you say is one of the best tips that you have? Uh, I would just say, you know, be willing to work at it. It takes some groundwork. It takes trial and error. It takes scheduling. It takes organization. Just be willing to put in the work, but also don't overthink things. You know, we've posted videos that have taken days to produce with all kinds of fancy graphics and, you know, bells and whistles that eh, it gets a few likes here and there and a couple of shares. And then we'll be at a school and there'll be some event going on and I'll just grab a quick you know, video on my phone and direct it, or I'm sorry, uh, post it directly and it'll get like all kinds of engagement. And so just don't overthink it. Right. I love it. That's great advice. So if, if listeners want to stay connected to you, I mean, we've got it in the show notes, but what, what it would be the best way to stay connected to you personally, Christian? I'll say Twitter. I mean, you can find me at, uh, at C Justrabo, um, C J U S T R E B O, uh, and then if you ever want to shoot me an email, um, you know, uh, christian.justrava at jpschools.org. Um, I'd, you know, I'd love to answer any questions anyone might have or, you know, be able to give any tips. Awesome. Well, I'll, sh- I'll make sure to your Twitter handle will be in the show notes as is your email. So if you've got additional questions, um, thanks for all the work that you do, Christian. Thanks for kind of leaning in. It was a not the planned path probably when you got done with college, but who has a straight path, right? Uh, I know, right. N- none of uh, us do. But, but I, 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 yeah, it's, it's nice to have a wide, just kind of a wide range of skills and, and not have a straight path. I'm also a part-time cycling instructor, which surprisingly helps out a lot with training. I get to help with like that motivation. And, uh, and uh, as far as like public speaking, like there's no fear of public speaking anymore. I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, when some of this COVID stuff wraps up to be able to do more in-person stuff um, yeah. and uh, just be able to train and motivate. That's awesome. Well, everybody's listening to this right as we get into the new year. So they're probably maybe setting up some new health goals. So you got them covered there as well. Um, That's great. Well, thanks so much for your time, Christian. Thanks everybody for listening in and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Went too quick. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you learned a lot from this episode of the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. Every week, I pick the brains of experts across the country to bring you the best tips and tricks to make your school social media shine. If you were inspired today, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And when you have a moment, please leave me a review. I just want to reach more social media rock stars like you and your reviews help. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. But before I sign off, I have one more message for you. Now, I know that you want to be a rock star social media manager for your school. And in order to do that, you actually need training and support. But I know budgets are tight. That's why I've developed a free bi-weekly email newsletter that's packed with tips, post ideas, blog articles, and more. It's everything tailored just for you, a social media manager for a K-12 school. Sign up at the link in the show notes of this episode, and I can't wait to see your name on the list.